You're listening to Thursday Nights, Season 4, Episode 126. snow on the rolling hills north of the misty forest is melting away in the fresh spring air of this afternoon as Snowbane's gift is being loaded up for its next journey. Camp broken. Systems check. System checks uh, uh, ongoing. Grumbar and Essen are uh, are chattering about uh, this, that, and the other uh, system, and any uh, uh, any potential uh, damage from the not salt uh, water air of the lake that you had just left. And uh, as they're just you know checking all of their things, Essen's spending a lot of time with the uh, with the wind spirit engine. Uh, the the wind spirit drive and the group is uh, getting ready to depart Mock. What are, yeah exactly thank you Eric. on a gin and tonic for that's what he's drinking this week I am always prescribed to the theory of hair of the dog but that doesn't mean there's any less work to be done to get ourselves moving Let's hop to it. Scrim goes over to his brother. I'm torn on this one, brother. I see great value. Sorry, real quick as a side, we're we're basically diving into. Did the did the party already discuss the concept of splitting up? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, I just want to make sure we okay. We're already at that point. Cool. The the, um, the 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 decision of the group, which I am impressing upon you, unless anyone has any uh, uh, objections, is that you're headed together to the town since that's what you need is. to take okay. the balloon there anyway. Um, you know, the, the people want, that want to go there need the balloon for that. Um, and and then if if Mock and whoever is going with him will continue on to the Sword <clears throat> Coast from there. So first stop. Uh, okay, so the we're not town of Revels Lift, uh, and that was that a jump away or was that a flight away? A flight. Cool. Uh, <clears throat> nonetheless, it was a couple days, right? Yeah, yeah, a few days. Nonetheless, Scrim goes to his brother and has a conversation. Um, <clears throat> I'm torn, brother. Seems that we need the facets of fate to be in two places at once. I could see great value in spending time here to on this side of the world to get a little more in touch with the natural world that I think I have neglected for so long preferring to use a middleman to access my powers then again I don't know if I'd be able to live with myself 
if some of us were to go to the Sword Coast, where the witches have more power, and they had something waiting for whoever went there, and I wasn't there, where, where do you, where are you leaning in this? Um, Oil Vane's face right now, like this whole conversation uh, upsets him because, uh, you know, I mean, it's, uh, and he says to Scrimcorn, you know, like he, he, his arms are folded. He's not looking through the spyglass at the moment. He's like, I don't, I don't like this idea, brother. It's just, I mean, I like the idea of having all my friends in the same place where we can all hang out and adventure together. But uh, I don't know, the idea of splitting up like this, it doesn't make me feel good. Uh, you know, I, I, I like seeing the world personally. I don't know if I want to go back to the Sword Coast. But I, I, I don't know, I just... I'm not sure how I feel about this. It just makes me... I don't like the idea. He says, yes. if, if you and I are not are not together on this one, you and I will share the speaking stones. Mm. We'll make sure that we're not... <laughs> we'll make sure we stay connected. Hmm. Well, I mean, brother, you're the reason I'm here in the first place. Well, I was able to join this this group, this group of friends, this facets of fate. And, you know, uh, I'm I'm keen to go where you go. Honestly, you know, if we if I can help you find a new type of power, I'll be glad to do that. Scrim puts his hand on his brother's shoulder. Give him a, give him a brotherly nod. A somber, thank you nod. <laughs> oh, says, thank you. Drewston, before they go, is casting magic mouth, which he hasn't done in a while, Ooh. on uh, one of the uh, <laughs> when we first created the stone solace. It was done in the style of whoever had made the uh, the Black Spire. And so there's these, like, men and women holding up, like, things as columns, but they're carved mm-hmm. into images of men and women. So he casts on one of them at the doorway. And the 25-word message that he'll encode in not his own voice, but a very uh, announcery voice is... Uh, the facets of fate uh, welcome you to the stone solace. Uh, take shelter. Be safe. Come Rest to the well, reliquary. <laughs> Find your local reliquary. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that whenever, yeah, whenever anyone steps within, the trigger will be like if anyone steps within like a uh, hundred feet of the stone solace it will speak and that's permanent day and he goes well i think i'm ready to go and he loads his stuff into the snow beans gift as drewston's loading into the gift he is immediate his attention is immediately drawn to people looking at papers and and books and records uh as 
there is on the on the top floor of the gift there are maps you know d- different sort of sized maps along with some what, what would uh what would sailors use for their like navigation? Navigational charts. Like, yeah, Star navigational, charts. navigational charts. They've got it laid out, and Taita is there with uh, with Essen and Grumbar, and Taita is saying, "It's oh, hang on, I need the name of that damn mountain that I keep forgetting." Maybe wind charts. Neat. The yeah, I like the yeah, ancient Polynesians used to weave and stuff into charts that showed the currents of the ocean and the gaps within them were the land masses. So I like the idea that Essen has maps that show the wind itself and the that gaps are... Grumbar. I, want, I want that. Grumbar. I want Grumbar. Grumbar. Yeah. Uh, I like that a lot and I want someone to draw it. Actually, I'm it sure magical? we can find it. Um, no, not magical. at this point. No. Oh, okay. Not yet. Grumbar would like to have magical wind charts. <laughs> Be a great would make a great birthday present. Um, Maybe the air genasi can help. (laughs) So the uh, the sunrise mountains. So she says it should be to the west side of the sunrise mountains, somewhere along this ridge. And uh, Grumbar is going, and he's uh, he's taking a you know, a quill with ink and he's making some marks on a, uh, a small piece of parchment as he's looking at it. He seems to be like looking at the star charts and the wind charts, looking at the, uh, the physical maps. Um, one of these came from, uh, Drewston. Uh, you know, they, they were looking for a particular map of an area. Drewston had it while he was packing up, handed it over. They're looking at it and, uh, making a bunch of marks. And he says, Okay, it'll probably take about a day's flight to uh, to survey the area, but if it's a town of any meaningful size, it'll be visible from the air. That's why air is the best way to travel. I've also heard it's very safe. It's very safe. As long as you're not in a hurry. As long as you're not in a hurry. <laughs> What a hurricane. He says, a little bit different with this thing as he slaps the uh, wall of Snowbane's gift. And, uh, and then they start packing up their, uh, packing up their pages. Grumbar takes his uh, notes that he scrawled, puts it on the, uh, the control panel for the uh, Snowbane's gift, and he secures it in some fashion. I'm actually having trouble imagining how you would fasten a piece of paper to something without tape. I guess like a clip. A pin. Nail. Like a pin. A pin. pin it. It's like a, like, you know, like a little clothes, old school clothes pin. He it pins it onto the panel. A shell on each a side. Dagger. A dagger. Yes. That's how everyone attached pieces paper of to rocks. things. Ruined the map. There's just dagger marks everywhere on the ship. Well, you have like a box of paper clips. You have like a box of daggers. Yeah. Yeah. Tiny daggers. Two little pin it daggers. Yeah. <laughs> right. to be that paper dagger. A bag of daggers. Oh, All right. Bag of daggers. He says, okay, we've got our course plotted, ready to set sail. Mm-hmm. And if the group is all ready. <clears throat> take us away, Grumbar. A mere hour later. And Snowbane's gift is is slicing through the air, headed northwest, west northwest, I think. Take a look at that. Yeah. Oh, actually, actually, 
almost entirely west, just a teeny bit north, uh, towards the uh, the mountains who, with that name that I had just said and already forgot. Sunrise. Yeah. Sunrise Mountains. You know, I should probably put that in my notes here, which I'll go ahead and do. We'll just You can just remember okay. it. Sunrise Mountains. Okay. And... It takes a few days to get there. Hmm. Is anyone doing anything during this travel? Um, Baron talks with Mock briefly. Cousin, what are you looking to get done in the Sword Coast? <clears throat> what I set out to do these <clears throat> months ago, cousin. To reclaim, reclaim my shop, my name. Perhaps uh, <laughs> the path we've walked to this point isn't one that I could have ever dreamed of. But I'd say, knowing myself now a wee bit more and having a few tricks up my sleeve we've, uh, we've achieved on the way, I'm looking at what lies in front of us and feeling like right now is the time to make my move, take my shot, mm. put pubis where he belongs. Yeah, reclaim, reclaim my honor. Take back Hawks Regalia. And if, as Easy Don has said, then see what what lies on the horizon for me. Was always been at the forefront of my mind to reclaim my life, one that I had uh, before this, not before this adventure, but before before the adventures that took me so far away from what I love. Mm. But now. Now the time has passed. And I know deeply that I must do this, but what lies beyond is less clear. Hmm. If you're successful, will you come back? I don't know, cousin. Hmm. It's, uh, it's a, you know me, always the tactician, never the strategist. Strategist. Sure. Uh, I know what's to, what's to be done next, and I think I've got a plan to do it. But uh, beyond that, ha, even if I had a plan, who knows? Who knows what my shot would be of carrying it out, blown here and there, on the wind, by fate. One thing at a time, cousin. One mm. thing at a time. Justin comes over, hearing this, and says, uh, looking in his spreadsheet of treasures they found that are currently in Airjaw's pack. So, well, cousin, we found enough gold for you to pay off your debts to to Waterdeep. We have more than 50,000 gold. And I think... Uh, Is that his share or a, overall? Uh, in all, but I cannot think of a single facet who would be against giving it to you. You have done so much for the rest of us. Uh, that's very generous, young Drustin. You're always putting your your heart and your best intentions up front, but this, this is a business transaction. Have you spoken to the rest of them? What? <laughs> <laughs> he just said he's sure. Perhaps it's not yours to be given. And uh, I I care for them too much to accept without, uh, without their blessing. Let me get back to you at sunset. 
And Jason said, goes off to find you. And he looks at him and he says, he says, Drusen, what, what the group may offer might make the, dis- the difference. But I set my mind on its course, feeling that I had enough to make do on my own. I'm never one who's, I'm not one who has tended to pay full price for things in my life, if you catch my meaning. Hmm. Cousin, you may not have a choice. Or you've done so much for the rest of us. You may uh, have to accept some gifts that you weren't planning on. I'm not above it. I'm not above it. What's the sum of our war chest, cousin? Good question. If the internet was faster, I could tell you right now. <laughs> uh, I'm opening it up. I think the we got like Eve has 60, bad reception. What? Mm. How much Wi-Fi? I think we had sixty or seventy thousand. Mm. That's thousand, Eric, not million. Perfect. The only hesitance I would have is, uh, as much as I yeah, do love your cousin and getting your shop back in order and whatnot. The matter of the holds is foremost in my mind and curse and whatnot. And if I don't know how we're going to remove it, but coin may be necessary. It may be. And that's why, as I've thought about my journey, one person that I'd ask to come with me. You say you, you may need coin for the, uh, the completion of our quest. Aye. Well, the coin's what you need. Well, then you certainly need me around. Uh, and the only way I'm g- to get through this, which which causes me to, to, to rewalk my some of my darkest times of my life, confront some of my largest enemies that I've faced. Ah, at this point, I'd say, honestly, I'm more scared of the bureaucrat than Waterdeep than I am a 10-foot tall or... A hundred foot tall, storm elemental. I need you there, cousin. You've always talked sense into me. You've always seen the right of it. I don't want to end up pissed drunk in a bar without no one to care for me this time. Well, then I'm with you, cousin. I appreciate that. I don't know how much good I'd be to young Drustin here. I've never had much of a sense for the arcane. So, discovering a lot of magics. You've raised in stature with Morden and with the dwarves much more than you appreciate, or even us, even I appreciate. I, I imagine coming back to our to our hold, to the clans, may treat you a wee bit differently. You may have opportunity to, to forward your quest in ways that are yet, yet to be seen. Uh, it would be good to touch base with family and... See how things lay politically with Adric and the holds and whatnot. Uh, I. There could Someone's be work to be tell. done there. Someone's got to tell him that we're not giving the hammer back. It's not going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the hammer's been delivered. Quest complete. I'll, I'll raise a glass to that. You hear that, Verja? And he's like, bangs on the top. Because the walls are so thin and everyone does hear everything here. Raise a glass to Snowbane! He hear a thumb. <laughs> delivered. Hi, cousin. I'm with you. I think I have work to do in the Sword Coast. Not the least of which is Aiden you. You're more than a cousin, you're a brother. 
Thank you. Thank you, man. Well done. At your service, Mark. So Tristan's going to go out to each person in the group and check in with them. Scrumcorn, what would you think about giving a share of your portion of the coins to Mock so he could buy back his business on on the Sword Coast? Scrum's, uh, let's say, sitting with uh, with his brother um, in the the corner of one of the rooms that we call the study. Um, <laughs> so, study corner. What's going on? What's going on here, camera? Twenty four seconds. What's uh? What is this? What, what is this? Let's all behave ourselves. Sure. Okay. No, um, uh, <clears throat> okay. Um. Uh. Scrim says. I heard you and your cousins talking. What with the walls? Aye, they're it's thin, or non-existent. <laughs> like Baron's is near the children. Is Baron calling through the wall, or is he, or is he in this? It's in his room because it's either actually one of, one of the Immaterial. it's one of the holes that the ballista bolts exactly. made way back. Just, like, I mean, there's not that the many room. rooms. There's the lower area. There's the middle area, and there's the upper area, and there's like the balcony, and you can shout from any one of those to any of the other of them. And and let's let's be clear. But let's be clear. The the upper area is just standing on the roof of the thing that you guys jury rigged a ballista onto. To call that a room, (laughs) and Aurora is there with a ballista, a tad generous. Did we even put railings on there? No, I. Oh, we did. Yeah. Like the, the mounting process of the ballista was handled by Mock pretty I remember. I remember. Okay. And I, I'm, I'm confident that that was part of it. So it yeah. did. It, it is. It's it's more than just a roof. But it was clearly a retrofitted it, roof to being in another ending? place. We didn't replace it with polished wet stone uh, that is very slick in all weathers. <laughs> it's actually permanent. Keep it well greased. It's a well greased <laughs> anyway. stone roof. You want the ballistas <clears throat> to slip off. Obviously. <laughs> Nay, a surprise, Scrimcorn. But would you? Scrim says, I'm I'm sorry, friend. And he glances at the either in-person or just the direction of the wall behind which uh, Mock is. He says, Ox Regalia, of, of which I have heard much about, does seem to be a, a jewel in the in the crown that I hope Mock can regain, but money has opened many doors for us, and I I must assume there are more that are locked that it will help us through. Even if we gave 50,000 gold to Mock, there's a group who would still have 10,000 in gold pieces and 10,000 in oh, and 3,000 in treasure. He says, this is more money. He says, actually, let me, let me, he says, he says, I don't even understand really how much money we have. I've never needed more than a few copper for a meal or an herb that I couldn't grow. He says, but every time we talk about Emberhelm and the houses of the dwarves, when we were down in Deep Amaskar, to get things done, it seemed to be requiring amounts of money that individuals like any of us prior to this couldn't dream of acquiring through normal means. Un- 
unaided by fate means. He says, if as I must, it is my, my share. Let me, let me form a sense. My share will not be spent on luxuries and pleasures that I will enjoy. But I don't know if Hoxtragalia is the investment, as he looks proud to use the term, um, <laughs> that uh, that I think we should move towards. He looks a little bit pained well, in saying it. Old friend, I'm a little disappointed that you're withholding from one who stood with you against the wi- witches. But, and you, Oilvane, do you uphold your brother? Or will you give a share to our friend Mok? Oilvane, uh, cons- you know, he, you see him thinking about it, he considers it, he looks to his brother. Uh, Scream kind of gives him a shrug, like he's not, he doesn't look yeah. like he's pressure. Just like, uh, you know, he considers what his brother said. Then he looks down in his lap, and there's the spyglass that he has. <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, you know, I mean, sure or not, I, I'm not really one to, you know, the adventures that we've had together, it's really put money in, you know, in perspective. I felt like when I left Schoolport, you know, that I, I felt like I needed money, like it was the most important thing, but now that I have... I've, I've realized that I've found people that I could count on, people that I've traveled with and been through thick and thin and have fought with. And I feel like that's much more important, to me at least, than than gold. And, you know, Mok, without, without question, you know, I've held on to this spyglass and I've <laughs> been able to, to take it whenever I wanted to. And he, you know, he hasn't chided me for it. And I shouldn't feel, I feel like I shouldn't even hesitate to give him, if he, give him gold if he needed it. So he can have my share. Lost a given spirit. You could just pay him for the value of the spyglass and then it'd be your spyglass. <laughs> and, and you just buy pointing it. that out and balancing things and fairness <laughs> and whatnot. It leans back Something to the ballista hole again. You could just. Something tells me Mock would appreciate that more. <laughs> I'll I negotiate my way to your full share eventually, Oilvane. I'm charging you interest by the day. <laughs> the translation: This is mine. This spyglass is mine. Go buy your own. <laughs> just, just giving it. I'm donating to you, but I'm keeping your item. <laughs> yeah. I don't want another spyglass. <laughs> Not all agreements are spoken. <laughs> A new bear job. Will you um, give me a portion to her friend and cousin, Mark? Berja kind of turns her head. She's been, from him. She, she's been staring off into space, uh, leaning against the ballista. Um, and she, she looks at you and says, mm, Money is not something I understand. But I do understand it is power of a kind. But I do not know how to use it. It is not. It makes no sense to me. I do not believe it will win any battles for us. Not in not in the way that is meaningful for 
for me or my people. And so you can do more with it than I ever could. I believe Muck could also do more with it than I ever could. And so it does not it does not mean much to me to give it away. But it does mean an, a great deal to me to help a friend. So of course true friend of the dwarves. <laughs> and then he finally turns to cousin Bairn. Because Bairn, I know in much of this you have been seeking a diamond powerful enough to bring back your dear wife, Fenelin. Oh, I've got that. Oh, and the power to do so, and but uh, are, are you willing to give up so much wealth to your cousin, all things considering? Well, I mean, as I said before, it's, uh, it's a matter of Mm. Well, not we need it for other things. But, I mean, I trust Mark as a negotiator. I suppose if we gave him the 50000 he'd probably bring back at least half of that. And, you know, he might be able to turn it around. Mark, if we were to invest in Mark's regalia, how, how quickly do you think you get the, the coin flowing? Can we make this... We, how much can we get, make... How quickly can we make that 50000 back if it came down to it? Oh, the the, the fifty thousand itself is an enormous stump. But and he just gestures over to his workshop where you see, like, and very prominently displayed like, all of the incredibly rare and valuable raw materials that have been collected, like, unique treasures of weaponry and stone. He says materials like this are not even found in the greatest houses of Waterdeep. We find the right buyer. We'll turn that money around you know, faster than young Drusen puts another inch on his beard, if you can call it that. Mm. Wow! She can finally offload those sky opals. He says. Uh, uh, he says that the. Uh, I make I make a jest here, both on on Drusen's beard as well as the. The ease of, of turning it around, of, of, of flipping this coin. On the one hand, we do have remarkable resources. On the other hand, the making and the selling, we know is a, is a true challenge. But it is along those lines that I'm truly tempted to give up the life of a shopkeeper, a business owner, a crafter, mm. to, stay, to stay with you, to stay on the open road, to see what might be achieved and created. My true desire is to create that which is beautiful. To, to see it like set on high for all to see. And as the world has been opened up to me, I begin to understand that perhaps even a grand city of Waterdeep with all of its resources and great citizens perhaps is small potatoes. Perhaps. So I would say I must, I must work out Hawk to Regalia. I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure that the coin that would come from that would be uh, substantial. But if there is an opportunity to elevate my business beyond that point, and if we, if I could see Hawks Regalia as a gate to walk through to future opportunity, wealth untold could be ours. 
Mm. How do you think Adrian, for instance, he's not there buying for 10 and selling for 12. He has the world in his hand. As, as buyers and sellers that we couldn't even imagine. Making deals with the devil himself. Uh, there, there, there are there are other there are other markets and there are other things to be sold much beyond my understanding. And I just I don't know if my heart is ready to risk it. I don't know if I have Hawks Regalia what 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 my what I would want. But I do understand for the least part. I do understand. Hmm. So do you need Jason to goes over to Jason goes over to Bearjaw's pack and takes out their money box. Uh and he takes out uh fifty thousand gold worth of coins, starting with the three thousand one hundred and ninety-nine platinum pieces and then Ooh. going to the gold. How does he uh, count? You do it by weight, I assume. We have a yeah. one pound perfect Says, comparison. Puts it on mock scale. Well, he's already got it organized into those little penny rolls. Yeah, he's got penny rolls. Of course. Yeah, he's got penny rolls. He's got pouches. <laughs> but I got you. Yeah. He's got rolls that are like, this is like 5,000 gold. Yeah, exactly. One of those rolls. It's like a roll of, uh, and roll he, of Ritz crackers. He, he puts them in a little box and uh, ties it with the boat. And he brings it over to Mark. And he says, Cousin, I don't know what will happen on the Sword Coast. I don't know if he'll be successful, if he'll be waylaid. But at least I hope that bastard Pubis sees you paying off your fines and knows you're coming for him. And he hands over the box to Mark. And then he also tosses a bag of 10,000 gold at Scrimcorn just behind his back. (laughs) Wow. He he claps him on the back. He brings him for for a a, a big crushing hug. Says, Ah, Drustin, I so appreciate you working on my behalf here. It's been been remarkable to spend time with family and with friends. I always went it alone because it suited me so much better. I got so much farther. I wasn't burdened by others. But this would not have happened without y'all. And for you to bring this gift to me, it's the greatest gift I've ever had in my life, Rustin. Thank you. Okay, write down that 50,000 and write down that 10,000, Dan, because well, I'm deleting it from the quartermaster sheet. Ooh. After thanking Drustin. Mark goes over to sit with Scrim. As he, as he tallies up his... Seems his, a little like light a, here, like a, Scrim. It's like a boar said, hide. I figured it's better face to face. Uh, the people, it rocks about a bit when Grumbar loses focus. He says... Grim says, aye, as he... Well, I have my pipe, but... He's smoking just the, the standard dwarven... Hash. The day is coming to a close, so as you're beginning this conversation, the uh, Snowbane's gift is coming to set down at the uh, the foot of a of a big hill. What time Where's of day is it? Where's big world map? Uh, it's it's behind my seat in the game, which is not. Um, Could we get convenient. one? 
table so, um, we can plop yeah. down somewhere? I thought I made one. Yeah, I'll, I'll look for one. Uh, so Eric, you, keep going and I'll make it. Usually as we sat down, Scrim's one of the first people to get out of the of the gift, but seeing that uh, Mock is coming over, Scrim makes no motion to get up and, uh, yeah, maybe motions to uh, chairs and sits down. Mock kind of weighs the uh, gold in his hand. I mean, I would imagine this is like a stack of chest. This is large. So, but Mock is real fucking strong. So, he takes it and kind of just hefts it a little bit. Like, feels the weight of it. And then he kind of, like, you know, gestures to your pouch over there. And he says, Scrim, you're the only one here with any sense. How long have I been telling you? All of these, all of these good friends of mine and family so easily parted with their cash. I don't, as much as I appreciate it, I don't understand it at all. He says, but you, the one to make responsible decisions when the chips are down. We may be heading for the, the Sword Coast, heading west. You're the one person that I would ask not to come. Stay here. Anything else? I don't want to... <laughs> he... <laughs> Scrim, like, feigns. Feigns, like... Wound, you wound me, sir. And he says, <clears throat> asking me to not join you. He says, I, but I do wonder if I'm the only person, as the only person who seems to have listened to your lessons, maybe I'm the one who owes you the most. As he, as he motions to the, uh, to the gold. Um, <clears throat> he says, I'm leaning... I'm leaning in that direction. I think my place for the next bit of time will be to stay here. There's a lot I need to sort out. There's a lot I need to sort out before going west again. Uh, you, you, you think on it and do your mind as you always do. But I'd, I'd ask you to stay. I'll put all of our eggs in one basket here. Yeah. I ask you to stay because I, I would need you here, just as I need Baron with me. And uh, the others, the others have their own courses to plot. And I would, uh, I would hope that you'd have some support, both of us. But uh, I wanted to ask you. He says, and actually now he maybe lowers his voice. Maybe people are filling out or something, filing out of the, the gift or something like that. And he lowers his voice. And now intentionally only speaking to one person, and I would assume that we can accomplish that. Um, he says, he says, how's this? I'll make you a deal. He says, I'll stay. But if the witches come after those of you who go west, you fight with every ounce you have, but if you can't survive... You get them to run. Says, uh, perhaps I need a few lessons of yours before I I make that deal. But I trust you enough to shake on it now. And, Just don't uh, send me packing. Don't send me packing alone with uh <laughs> with not with my enormous cock in my hands. So put together a shopping list and we'll we'll uh. We'll be we'll be ready for them. We'll be ready, and I I hope to have more than a few dwarves at my at my back if it comes to a, a tussle. 
Trim nods and uh, puts his hand out to to shake the the huge dwarven hand. He shakes his hand and he says, "Good luck finding your power, and find it soon." It is. <clears throat> I hope so. Before we end this, Justin is going around and giving each I person something also. 1,720 gold pieces. So write that down on your character sheet because I'm going to delete this it. This is the, before. we gave Mock his chunk, Scrimcorn got his, and then yeah. everyone else, including what? Scrimcorn and Mock. Including Scrimcorn and Mock. 1,720. Okay. Boom. Um, 1,720. Okay. Now, um, just had her when... type forward. Yeah. yeah. I never know if people are actually looking at the board, though. I am. They're looking Sorry. at Discord. It's helpful. Um, Thank so you. when Drewston finishes, you know, he's he's doling all these things out, and he, he hands Bearjaw her money, and he and he moves to leave, and she says, "Drewston, a moment." Hi. And she kind of like leads him over to the side. It's not. It's not surreptitious, but she she's just has him. And then you uh, just we away from everyone, away from everyone. Overlooking the world. And she says, I have been thinking about Deja. I? And she was not afraid of death because perhaps because she was always the same when she returned. And yet I realize when I meet my end... I will not be who I am now. This body, this life, and our friendships. If I could lose such things with Deja, I could lose all of you as well. And it is a strange thing for a Goliath to shy from the possibility of death, but this gives me pause. I wonder... Do you believe there could be some way to do as the Deepa Mascari do, did to um, to bottle memories? Oh, memories! Oh, I'm sure I've come upon such a thing in my studies, but I have neither power myself. However, perhaps that could be something I could research. She just kind of nods her head and she says, "Hmm, mm, something to think about then." And she if gives him a pat. You would like me to work on Berja? I would gladly do it for you. And she says, "Yes, I think, I think it may be useful." I'll show and the research. Just, and perhaps work with Taita herself. Hmm. She's not there again. If she will perhaps put put this notion of mine to rest and say it is impossible, or perhaps not. But I should like to know. Thank you. Thank you, Bergel. Mm. And they, he goes to shake his hand, her hand with uh, his forearms. Massive, and world the back massive showing hand. The, showing the tattoo that they share. Yeah, they do. Yeah, you lean well. Oh, hi. I've been really working on scratching it. <laughs> That's enough. And I'm good. See. And All right. 
Uh, I put the uh, little slice of Faerun map here. That's the one I had handy. I love um, it. Here, so you guys are... I put your little purple line, kind of, you know, rough idea of the travel. I'm not using the ruler with the legend or anything for this. I don't think it matters to that degree at this point. Um, but, uh, yeah, so you know, you're traveling a bit, uh, a bit west here, and your goal is over here at the Sunrise Mountains, um, somewhere on the west side of those Sunrise Mountains is Ooh. where... Is it one of the dots in the map or a new dot? It is not. So this this town uh, was notably not on um, any of the maps that Drewston or Grumbar had. Uh, and in there. fact, the name Revels Lift doesn't show up in any of Drewston's uh, sort of uh, you know geography That's research. Where we're headed, Revels Lift. Revels Lift. Revels Lift. Hmm. Like revel as in revelry or a name or something. Uh, as in revelry. By spelling. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. By spelling. Yeah. Thank you. Interesting. And, uh, and yeah, it's a, um, oh yeah, good. You made it, you made it dotted. Thank you. Um, the, <laughs> the day's travel is without, uh, is without incident. And, uh, and the group goes up and, you know, the group is always a mixture of those that choose to sleep. Uh, on the gift, uh, surrounded by its sturdy walls, and those that like to uh, set up their tents and uh, and sleep out under the stars. And Greg, each night, Drusen sets up a stone solace, whether people choose to sleep under it or not, and puts the same message from uh, the first one in mm. each one every night. So that uh, every night. And and so, what was the message? Remind me. Something like uh, the facets of fate welcome you to the stone solace. To be warm, rest, and be safe. They're just Basically sprinkled it. throughout the land. And that's in dwarven yep. or co- or common. Starting a cult. <laughs> <laughs> that is. That's all they start. Why not? Exactly. Why not? not a cult yet. But first, you just got some people who are looking for uh, uh, four walls and a roof. Ooh, the just. cult of the green wizard. I like it. Ooh. Facets of fate yeah. or jumpsuits. Good minis for that. They drink a lot of chartreuse. <laughs> a lot of chartreuse. <laughs> Why do you keep putting chartreuse? So much roughage. <laughs> All right. And so camps are made and... Uh, Sleep is had, watches are formed. Anyone else? Uh, anyone uh, disappearing in the middle of the night or uh, engaging in any uh, extraordinarily important a werewolf and runs activities? off and kills some innocent people. But that's about it. Scream wakes up early each morning. All right. Watches the sun. Baron again the next morning. Asks his three questions of his deity, but none that need be brought to anyone's attention today. Just continuing his. It's like. It's got to just be the most significant of his, like, theological This has been... It's, it's pretty wild. Yeah. Well, he's now a prophet. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's essentially so, what's happened. Yeah. Is he's like he's he, he reached the ability the where point. he can go, we've always been told these teachings, and I've always... I, I, I wield your power, so clearly, clearly I'm in the ballpark uh, to be granted such power. But now, ballpark? for the first time, you... Like, you are, if you were in a city, Baron would be the one kind of responsible for asking these questions on behalf of the broader. It's like he was praying at his god before. 
now. Yeah. Great. Uh, it's got. It's a little dialogue. Yeah. Well, it's still very limited. It's just yes or no questions. And there's only three each day. Still, but I mean, That's finally, I you could just be like, too. can I drink caffeine? Um, <laughs> where are my keys? Sometimes a yes or no question is what is what you've been desperately seeking your entire life. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Scrim Cornerly Riser. Baron doing his thing. And uh, and uh, the group is swift to uh, get back up in the air and head off for another day of travel. Uh, you are uh, headed to a place that none of you know anything uh, about, nor have you asked uh, Taita anything about it. So I'm just uh, reminding you that that might be something that uh, you would uh, have done or, or want to have a conversation if you feel like it. I mean, this is kind of Justin's show. You have yeah, a place you're uh, going? Or why do we know where we're going? We've gotten on the ship. We're having breakfast all together. Uh, scrim corn, what are we eating? Um... <clears throat> It's like oatmeal, but it's made of dried grubs. <laughs> oh, grubs. No prep. I hadn't thought of that. I'm surprised how well they rehydrate. Kind of. You want to eat it? You want to eat it at that sweet spot where it's a little crunchy, but not. I've got a beetle in mine. Uh, the crunch really makes me forget it's a grub. Bear just just like face deep in this bowl. Go, What's a grub? What? What is? <laughs> it's like that scene in Ember's New Groove where they're eating all the bugs. Anyways, yeah. Just... Uh, we uh, so we're all sitting around. Taita's absorbing her grub meal through her fingers. He says, oh, Taita, the protein content food. is sufficient." <laughs> you are in contact with this wizard at this tower. What can you tell us about the town we're coming to? I was in contact uh, with uh, with Humphrey, but I haven't spoken to him in a number of years now. If I remember right, five, six, somewhere in that range, he stopped showing up to WizardCon. And... The real conventions. That's the second week in a row I made that joke, and it won't be the last. Um, it's barbarians have con con constitution con. This town that he lives in, Revels Lift. I only know about it because he was eager to brag about it. If I were to use uh, such a term, I. I, it always struck me odd because he clearly wanted to talk about his accomplishments uh, in all things, uh, and the town was one of those. But he also noticeably left out a number of details such that I could tell he was also meaning to keep it a secret. I have a suspicion that even the details he did share was probably against his better judgment, but uh, his lapse in judgment is our gain in this particular scenario. Uh, he was, I would call it, guarded uh, by uh, about the details, while also eager to share what he could. So, 
That's what has led me to understand that this place is on the west side of the Sunrise Mountains, and it is quite isolated. He would mostly talk about this place uh, and talk about how he had managed to uh, he had managed to find a place where he could do his research in peace uh, with the support of a uh, with a a town that was just large enough to support itself and support him and keep his uh, and keep his uh, preferred isolation. It created the perfect environment for research and development of the arcane arts. I have to say, I uh, did find the idea quite mm, desirable if I weren't, uh, if I didn't already have a home with the power of the greatest house in the entire world at my disposal. Uh, but, you know, if I ended up in exile someday, I could imagine myself trying to build what uh, s- something similar to what Humphrey had. I must say I'm excited by the prospect of visiting this place. Do we have... Do you know the nature of its isolation? Uh, hidden deep in a valley or some magical enchantment or just a lot of trees or I think it would stand to reason that it is geographically visually hidden but Humphrey wouldn't have uh, he wouldn't have spoken uh, with such pride about this town if he didn't have an arcane hand in uh, in these matters as well. He's not the kind of wizard that would leave such things to chance. I would strongly suspect some sort of magical augmentation that, uh, that contributed to his ideal uh, environment, the crucible <laughs> for innovation that it was. We will likely face arcane measures. That being said, he has been gone, and I can't say if such things would uh, stay present in his absence. He was certainly skilled enough to create things that would be, but... What of the people of this town? Uh, those he never spoke of ever. That's how I knew that this was... Uh, that his uh, bragging was definitely of a... Uh... A selfish nature. Uh, he never spoke. Uh, he never spoke about anyone that lived in the area with him. Not even once. I uh, nice. brought up the subject a couple times, and he didn't seem to have any interest in it. Was Humphrey <clears throat> what uh, the surface people would call a good wizard? The surface people, specifically. It's an interesting question that I might struggle to answer about even myself. I suppose, was he doing harm to entire civilizations of dwarves? Uh, No. Was he... Sending a tribe of orcs to destroy a keep? No. Uh, I sense that we set things, the bar very low. If these things are <laughs> evil, then I don't think he was evil. 
Did he practice necromancy? That's important to know. Oh, what wizard <laughs> hasn't dabbled in the arts? Cute. Dabbling is fine. Scrim Making it the focus of your life, that's an issue. Scrim oh, yes. says it's okay, then it's okay. Are you I a wizard have, that hasn't dabbled? I have picked up on your distaste for uh, such matters, and I have no problem being respectful of those I travel with and will refrain from such matters uh, so long as that remains your wishes. Uh, but uh, Humphrey... Humphrey was an accomplished wizard, an aged man who... I say was, but you know what? I'll just keep saying it that way. Uh, he was... He was accomplished in many aspects of the arts, but for almost as long as I have conversed with him, he has been single-minded on his goal. This teleportation, uh, teleportation magic, uh, arcane uh, uh, circles and, and such things, they were, they were the singular focus of his research. Humphrey doesn't sound like a dwarf name. No, no, he <laughs> was—he uh, was a human. Oh, all right. Who knows what we're walking into then? <laughs> he. Uh, what I'll say about Humphrey is that his reach almost always exceeded his grasp, for good or ill. We should be <clears throat> prepared for surprises. We'll so how are we dispel magic? Hmm. I say that again. How are we to prepare? How are we to search for its location? Well, I'm hoping that our first pass uh, across the mountains from the air, uh, perhaps Oil Vane with that spyglass of his and Drewston's sharp eyes uh, working together, and maybe we'll just get lucky and spot it. If uh, that doesn't work, I, I mean, the town has to be of sufficient size as to be sustainable. Humphrey did talk a lot about the lack of visitors, the what he would call the X factor for wizardly, you know, wizardly research and development is always the uh, the unknown visitor, those that would come and change the dynamic of a town. It's a story as old as wizardry and he had found a way to avoid that the only possible answer would be that it uh that it does not i lost my train of thought what i'm trying to say is it should be big enough for us to spot i'll have an idea cousin uh, well, plus, use the owl. if it's a magical barrier uh, a simple detect magic spell will Reveal it to us if we get close enough. We'd have to be pretty close with the gift. I mean, we're mighty high. Put a oil vein in that <clears throat> weird colored eye of his through the scope. He seems to be doing a great job at detecting most everything. I could see farther at night time. <laughs> huh. <laughs> I suppose you're half drow. Well, well then, you and I can uh, command the the balconies and keep an eye out and 
occasionally use magic to see if we're close as well. I, I we'll just see what happens. Yeah, we'll keep an eye out. Oilvane's already heading up to the top. He's looking for the best, best vantage point on the top of the ship. Is this uh, while we're flying, basically? I mean, you, you won't even be in the area until tomorrow, so, you know, this is... But, but yeah, you're good. Um, what did you ask, Dan? This is I was just double checking the time. So it's this is the evening. Yeah, I figured we were having breakfast on the oh. gift. As we're this is breakfast, the second day of travel. Oh. Gotcha. While it's flying. Um. All right. And uh, another day's travel. This time, setting down uh, on the east side of the Sunrise Mountains. Get a little Which makes them the Sunset there. Mountains. Wow. Oh, the east wow. side. Oh, I see. The east side is actually Wait. Sunrise. Oh, those the Sunrise Mountains. Yes. I was looking at the little spit of a hill near it. Ah, uh, no, no, no. Big old, big old mountains on the uh, to the oh, west there. Mountains. On the shore of Mulsantir. Yes. Head into the high country. Yeah, you uh as you as the day's travel finishes up, you see finally after so much, I mean this area here is just a vast expanse of just gentle kind of rolling hills. It's just plains up here. And as far as the eye can see, you know, you get you get little bits of differences obviously in in nature there's always pretty things to look at but uh on the horizon directly in front of you finally comes into view these uh still covered in snow mountains that jut up high above the horizon and as you get closer and closer and closer you realize you'll be setting uh you'll be setting down for camp tonight at the uh at the foot of these i mean a few miles away but you know the foot of these, a foot, the foot of these mountains here. As you see that you are, you are leaving, you are leaving the area you've been in for these last several days behind. As you enter the high country, ah, feels like home. You see elk, bear, wolves, foxes, rabbits. As you, uh, as you travel, and and yeah. Camp. Very rugged. Camps set up. Watch is arranged. And sleep is had. Once again. We'll move on to our uh, actually uh, crossing the Sunrise Mountains, unless anyone has anything. Probably got it all done. Alrighty. A sober night for Mock. What would you say? A sober night for Mock. A sober night. Are we are we crossing the The Sunrise Mountains, or or are we on this side of the Sunrise Mountains? You are currently on the east side, and tomorrow we're currently on the west side. No, we're on the east side. Sorry, I gotta flip that this time. Sorry, never mind. We're good. I I like because of my problem. I had to like really make sure I got it right at the beginning of the session, and so. But you still got me being like, God. Damn it, did I get it wrong again? <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at them upside down, so that's probably what threw me. Uh-huh. They're literal mountains. They're literal mountains. Uh, it's also not wonderful that there is a literal compass rose. Oh, luckily it's blocked. Uh, that it does not show the correct direction. 
Um, so. Just just to clarify, because we're talking about north is yep. up in terms of where the font is. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, because this, yeah, this comes from a map. Where I'll start to second guess my understanding of the map. So. Up, is, up cool. is north. You're good. Cool. Based on text. The high country. Based on the average text, because the average there's text also sideways and slanted text as well. So, okay. uh, yeah, and... And yeah, the Snowbane's gift lifts off the next morning and uh, rises up high, high, high. The chill of the much higher altitude uh, sets in swiftly as winter may be uh, only a few, is, is a few weeks behind you, but up at these altitudes, winter, uh, winter never leaves. Uh, let's do a different music for our like actual thing here. I don't really have a something great... involving mountains. Yeah, I didn't prepare something. Even the music at the beginning of the of the session was like really good, kind of like the quiet. That's great flying music. Yeah, mm -hmm. I like that. Oh, oh just the classic Thursday night's theme. Yeah, this is what I was thinking of. Just kind of like oh. the oh. still, classic. still nature. Elder Scrolls. Uh, Scrim, by the way, spends even I with the frigid cold, spends uh, most of the time out on the uh, the balcony, breathing in this frigid air. Naked? Cleansing. Only naked in the morning. Gotcha. But morning yes, nakedness. Greet morning the sun. naked to greet the sun. But during the day, just, just his what? weird, his kilt thing. <laughs> All right. Welcome resumed crafting, and he invites Aurora to come and learn. Uh, he does not demand to perform her duties, but invites her to come and participate if she would like to learn more and he does add and better herself is how he okay. phrases it when mock asks oh. when mock asks play it out how does he ask um <clears throat> he's yeah the, the the kind of you hear the, you hear the kind of the, the the tamping of hammer on on iron which is you know something of like maybe a, a, a mending or two that he needs to do but he also uses that as, as a signal to announce to everyone, like, he's about to start doing his crafting thing. Aurora, uh, Aurora knows that that's the time to come drop by. And as she does... And so she does... Um, she does immediately. Like, the moment... The moment Mach, like, is making even a... Before he's striking you know, on the anvil or anything like that. Like, he's just sort of moving some things around, you know, like, just, just getting ready. She's there this morning. And uh, she comes and says, Do you need an extra hand? Yours, always. You've, uh, you've got some decisions to make, lady, or lassie. Uh, not, uh, not the least of which is whether or not you'd like to... Uh, Join me for some business with gems and such. Uh, are you meaning to imply? I'm. I'm not clear on your your. Uh... Yeah, I'm. Ask, I'm. I'm asking her if she'd like to sit and work with gems with me. Oh, gotcha. Uh, and, and, and that should be significant because he is asking. She says. Uh, she says, "Can we chat and work?" Of course, of course. Busy times, lots to do. 
What do you have on your mind? As he hands her some, maybe some rough gems and takes yeah. out uh, a file to polish. And she gets to work. She knows gem crafting. It's her family business. Um, and uh, despite never having much uh, interest in it, she, of course, has extensive instruction in it and practice. And uh, yeah, so she just uh, she just kind of gets to work, and she's on that she's on that autopilot. She's not doing remarkable work. She, her hands are just moving without the brain even involved. And uh, it's like cleaning a toilet. And she says, "I'd I'd been meaning to talk to you. I think I'd like to join you and Baron." Of course. Of course, any any are welcome to come west. Uh, you're, uh, you're your own warrior since that tussle with the uh, with the witches. You plot your own course. You're not, I... you're you're, uh, you're no longer one to be watched over. I. I appreciate the sentiment. I feel conflicted in this request. I've joined this party to to be a part of this adventure. And it feels like the adventure is staying here in the east at least for the time being and that the work that Drustin and all of the others will be doing is you might call it the main quest but uh, I'd agree I'd agree this, you may but I value my time with you as a mentor and as a friend and I would I'd be dishonest if I said that there wasn't a small hope that a stop in Silvery Moon wouldn't be an impossibility. Although I by no means expect it to be the case. Well, you're in luck, luck. But I intend on making a stop. It says, well... Well, that does sweeten the pot now, doesn't it? <laughs> your, uh... Your, your uh, father and I are business partners, if you'll remember. And we have not been in recent touch. I asked, uh, I asked some things of him, as he asks us to, for a time, look after you. And I think it's the time that the three of us had another sit, had a chat, and uh, see where we are. I, I have to imagine he may be a bit worried. It's been quite a long time since we've been somewhere where I could send a simple letter through the ordinary systems channels, channels. <laughs> and I felt that it's too risky for us and for my family to send a message in other means she says do you think this is the right choice for me he leans back says I appreciate our relationship and I know I have much that I may teach you. Are you sure that's not a better question for Baird or Drustin? Much wiser, more intelligent. 
And I often say that I'm the tacticianer. But Drusen, he's the strategist. And Bern is the wisest of dwarves that I know. Ah, why me? Ask me to plot your life's course with you. I've found in my life, but perhaps more, I've learned this since traveling with you all, that hearing the opinions of those, especially those, that perhaps aren't seen as the wisest or the greatest strategists of the group can lend insight that can, uh, that can expand one's knowledge far more so than heading to the village elder. All right, fair enough. I'm uh, not so humble as to not think my opinion's worth something. I'll tell you what I think you should do. I think you should plan for the long term. Right? I think if the small slice of ballpark you've been able to munch on these past months has not filled your belly that much, uh, perhaps you, you could make it in this profession. It's an unlikely... It's an unlikely life, but there are those. We've all... <laughs> You know the stories better than I do of those who have spent their lives, you know, roaming the world with contacts in every town, heroes, notoriety. If you feel like what you've had is only a taste of what's to come, yeah, go that way. But if there's any inkling of other things, if you feel a possibility of family, Romance, a good community, good kin. Those are things that you will not find in this life. And coming close to home, uh, I think Drusten knows it. Coming close to home is where often those stories get told. So, I think it's for you to, 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 to ponder how much you've had your fill and whether or not you could make a real go of this or of the stories will take you elsewhere. Remember that we dwarves, we, we're slow to make friends and long to remember the slight against us. Uh, what feels best to us is that which takes a good amount of time and effort. Whatever do you think you have the stomach for, for the long haul, and do that. And maybe, maybe meeting with your family in Barbic again will help you know that. If you stay there a bit, or as if you, as you said, if adventure is the life for you. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps Justin can show you that next chapter uh, far better than me and my plans. Caught up in smaller things. She nods, and doesn't say anything as she continues to polish and cut and whatever you do with gems uh working working the stones uh takes one of them kind of like tosses it back to mox she's like she's, she's like that one's no good mox sees it immediately the flaw it takes a trained eye she spotted it quick like there's the flaw like yeah put it in the bargain bin yeah exactly as she's uh she's grabbing an axe and it's a 
It's about 15 minutes of work later. You know, chit-chat about the gems or whatever. And she says... And then finally, she responds, she says, If you had asked me a week ago, if you had asked me a year ago, I would have said the adventure in life is for me. I still feel that way. I feel it strongly. But I have to be honest with myself that I've grown a lot in these few short weeks or months or however long it's been. It feels like it's been a long time. She says, I think I need to see home again with these fresh eyes, with my with my new experiences. I think I know what decision I would make. But I think I would be I think I'd be doing myself a disservice if I didn't head there and ask the question when I'm standing in my house and in my room which life is for me. I must say, Aurora, you've changed yourself to a, a queer lot here. Between Berja, Prim, Oil, myself, Baron, Struston. I see uh, a lot of us all having rubbed off on you. And there's really no avoiding it. Ah, hell, we're bound by fate and a bunch of weirdos whacked out, running for our lives at the time. But I'll give you the credit that when I see what's rubbed off, it's been mostly the good parts. And, uh, yeah. I wish you luck in your decision. And, uh, she nods. And she spends the rest of the crafting session just working in, uh, you know, relative silence with Mock. Who is actively engaged in the spotting uh, in the spotting activities. Obviously, Drewston and Oilvane. Um, but who's out there like all day? You know, because this is like the, the, the plan here. Grumbar, actually, Grumbar says, the plan is to fly alongside the foot of the mountains of the west side of the Sunrise Mountains from south to north. One slow pass. I'll take her a bit steady so that we can look all around and try to take it all in. With any luck, we'll make visual contact and uh, and our journey will be over. says, but if we don't do it on the first pass tomorrow, we'll have to go with another plan that someone else will have to come up with because I don't do magic stuff. That's not true. I'm a bard. I play music and have lots of spells. But wait a second. Don't sell yourself short, Grumbar. You're a most talented turtle person I've ever met. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So... Who's on watch? Just an oil vein. Anyone else? Baron's got pretty sharp eyes. Mock. Baron's there. So everyone but no Scrimcorn? Everyone but Scrimcorn. This Essen, week is Scrimcorn's not a team player episode. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. He just counts his money over and over again. Baron just hangs out leaning on the balcony. Bum. Looking around. Uh... <laughs> I would like everyone that's looking out, 
Make a wisdom saving throw. No DC. The DC is secret for this. So just give me wisdom your... saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. Give me your results. Time to roll dice. Gotta roll them dice. Like it. You get a flash of the witches, and you realize your power was rooted in the witches as well. What's going on? The table's wrong. Like, oh, I'm upside down. That's not my spot. Okay. <laughs> so we're all just rolling simultaneously. Oh, I was like, yeah. where are all my dice? And they're just covered okay. by the map. Oh, oh yeah. This map's a bit too big. I should. Sure, yeah, I took it. Ooh, there we go. There we go. I like that. It's a good result. Nineteen. Twenty-one. Pretty good results. All right, twenty-one for uh, Baron, nineteen for Bearjaw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ocho. Yeah, Eight. Made, uh, natural twenty plus two, so that's twenty-two. Jesus. Oh. And Mock. Damn that spyglass. Uh, Mock was not watching. He's oh, Mock was not. Oh, sorry, my mistake. So it's okay. not everyone, okay. but Scrimcorn. It's everyone, but no. Scrimcorn yeah, and Mock. And... I missed you saying that. I know he, he's he was he's inside. He's working on other stuff. Scrimcorn and Mock are both counting their money. Scrimcorn, <laughs> Scrimcorn Mock, Essen, Aurora are all doing you know a lot of other things. Um. Okay. All right. Give me give me a sec. Okay, so I gotta take these numbers and I gotta interpret. Uh, I'm curious. If you want a moment to think, I got a little flavor bit I can do. Uh, do your little flavor bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bearjaw goes to Essen at some point during our troubles. Grand Crumbar during our troubles. Be- what I say? Bearjaw. You got drank. Dang it. Where's need- oh, I didn't even hear it. <laughs> you can drink well, too, Baron then. Baron and Bearjaw <laughs> both start with Bear. There so, we go. I had to get some understandable. I'll have a beer. I do have some beers. Baron goes to Essen and Grumbar and says, appreciate all the hard work you've been doing. Uh, I know that we call upon you to ask dangerous things and at the fight with Scrimcorn uh, and, and the crazy witches and whatnot, we said we needed you, and you came without hesitating, and that meant a lot. So, appreciate it. You're true friends. And uh, we're heading to the Sword Coast, and it sounds like you're coming with us. I haven't heard any any uh, voicing not, and again, I appreciate it. Oh, Baron... Your gratitude is most kind, and also not needed. I do it out of the kindness of my heart for my friends. Plus, you've been paying me a daily retainer. That's true. Essen? Um. Not great, Scott. You know, I should just watch Back to the Future this weekend. I just need to get the voice back in my head. It's on um, Netflix currently. Uh, I... Baron! I... What I have done for you does not even come close to repaying the debt that I have to you. Without you, I'd still be on that damn island, living out the only life I knew. 
Every day that passes and I see more of this world, I realize how much of my life I have spent, my family had spent, not seeing an inch of it. Says, I'll be with you. I'll be with you till long after you're sick of me. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. And welcome to have the company. Uh, Oil Vein and Baron. As all of you are carefully watching out over the balcony, from the roof, wherever you are, both of you independently uh, feel a a strange sort of tugging, a tugging of your intention towards the west side of the ship. You just feel sort of a bit compelled, like you want to go and look in that direction, like there's something over there. Hmm. It's a strange feeling. It's all, it's, it, it feels like more than instinct, right? There's, there's something there. You know, you know enough. You've been around enough. That you're, you're mm-hmm. being affected by something. Um, and it's well, not that Baron accidentally that. turned on his red dragon uh, detection. Um, Spyglass is kind of leaning in one direction. Like so my question to each of you, and you have to answer simultaneously, uh, is do you look where that sensation is pulling you? Do you focus mm. your attention in, the, in that direction? Well, then so, his attention... In hang, hang on, wait, same time, same time, same yeah, time, yeah, same you time. Can't, you can't bias each other. Okay. Uh, Baron. So, so, yes is we look in the direction it wants us to look, and no is the direction we don't look in the direction it wants us to look. Yes, I like it. Okay, great. Yes you have your answer? No is resist. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's a good way of saying it. Do you have no. your answer? I no. have my answer. No is resist. No is look east against <laughs> where you feel like you should be looking. East-west, that's easy and easy, even easier. Sure, let's do east-west. You got that in your head, both of you? Yeah. West it, is once where you look you west. Feel do you look west or do you look east? Yeah. All right, give it to me. East. One, two... Three. <laughs> I was gonna say west. All right, all right. Um, oil vein heads on over to the west side. Baron looks over to the east side. He's nineteen years old. Now, Baron, what <laughs> is your actually roll an active perception check? Great. You roll that bone. Check it out. Oh, seven. That's not bad. Hang on, not bad. Hang on. Okay, yeah, what's the total? Skill, skill. Uh, oh. 16. Oh, Jesus, not bad. Christ. Baron's got a plus nine. Wow, okay. All right. Then Baron notices <laughs> nothing down below. What he notices is everyone that is on watch, on board, uh, 
has left their areas that they were watching. And everyone is looking west, except for Baron. Everyone Baron is left notices, their post. and he yells, Hey! Something's gone screwy! <laughs> it all wants us to look west! I think... I think somebody's trying to hide something around here. I think we might be close. What's screwing what, What's Baron yapping hey. about? Drewson's going to go over to the east side of it, asking Grumbar to keep the ship still for a bit. And I just looked at y'all, and y'all looked. You turned your heads all the same time. It was weird. <laughs> Drewson's going to cast Dispel Magic. It has a 100 and... Not dispel magic. Detect. Detect magic. Ah, okay. It's going to say, damn. Uh, as a ritual, so it doesn't take It uh, has only a 30 foot range, so doesn't necessarily mean we'll see something. But for the duration, you sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of you. There's an Grumbar, stop the ship. This is the right area. You can use your action to see. You got it, Captain. Or objects in the area, and you can learn the school of magic. Justin sees invisible brain slugs on each of us. All right. Drewston casts... Can you cast that on Anga? Detect magic. Nope. Ah, that would be nice. Um, yes. Drewston detects magic. And, uh, and sure enough, Drewston's finely tuned arcane senses, a.k.a. he casts a spell that does it for him. Uh, can sense the very small presence of magic throughout this area. Just all around you. I mean, you said 30 feet. So in 30 feet, you're essentially yeah. just, you're in like a fog. Yeah. Grumbar East. Put us East. How long does the detect magic ritual last? 10 minutes. So if you do detect magic as a ritual... And we trade off. It would make sense that we knew we were looking for this today that I would have prepared that. For sure. And Drewson did say yesterday morning, let's do detect magic. You did say that. If we rewind the tape. And you said you can uh, learn the school or something? What can you learn? Yeah, yeah. It's just, just the school. Just the school of magic. Uh, it is enchantment, if that's a school. Oh. I don't have the school to open up. Enchantment is. is a school. Illusion is also a school. Enchantment? Uh -oh. Yeah, in this case, it is enchantment. It is enchantment. It is enchantment, not um, not illusion. It's thank you, Sam. Anytime. Oh, it's an enchantment. Banner, get yours ready. We'll keep detecting magic and see if we're getting closer if we leave the area. So yeah, he tells Grimbar to. Go east, and I guess he and Baron will continue to detect magic to make sure that we are still within this magic fog cloud. Uh, and Grumbar says, "You got it, Captain." And uh, and then the balloon starts as you're as you're looking over the uh, the east side here. The balloon starts heading northwest. Wait! Hang on! Bloody hell! Grumbar! You're heading west! We need to go east! Drewston, uh, you 
uh, feel that you are heading east. Oh no. The enchantment has infected us. The enchantment has, has affected uh, Kevin. Kevin, try talking again. Uh, yeah. You We can't understand. Right now is the time to try your Daft Punk impersonations if you have any. <laughs> Although they never talk, so you're doing yeah, it right now. Actually. I would actually consider that was worse. a great impression. But please <laughs> work it better, faster, harder. That's yeah. more. If he actually broke into harder, faster, faster, stronger, I would be quite happy. It's not bad. It's not bad. Pretty close. <laughs> That's like eighty percent of the song. <laughs> all right, all right. We'll get you right back. Uh, then, in that case, uh, how is Kaylin in the background of your camera, Greg? Are you guys? She said hi, but her microphone's not uh, oh in the same house. What? Oh, <laughs> conspiracy! All right, uh, let's wait for Kevin to come back. Maybe? Nah, sure. it's fine. Yeah, um, the rest of you. Oh, no, wait, no, no, no. Uh, it's not Mark. oil vein, though. It, you're oil right. vein not, not oil vein. Uh, Mock and Scrimcorn and uh, <laughs> Essen and Grimbar. They say, Grimbar says, I am heading east. Bloody hell, stop the ship! No, I, I, Captain! <laughs> he stops the ship. <laughs> The last time this happened, Deja had sent a dog man in place of my brother back to us. Are you saying What's that something, something doesn't match with what we're seeing? Oh, I don't know I'm what a reasonable altitude is. A couple thousand feet, probably? Mm. A mile up is where you skydive. 5,000 feet. What's the reasonable range for a magical enchantment to be? Would getting lower make sense that we're get that we'd be able to get closer to what's going on? Uh, Essen, Drustin, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Taita will speak uh, as as Kevin's working on his thing. Um, he says it is uh, without a doubt. Uh, this must be the magic of of Humphrey. If I doubt that uh, getting closer would diminish the effect, I think we simply need to understand what is going and dispel it, or otherwise, uh, otherwise fight against uh, fight against it. Jerister or Baron, you seem to be unaffected. I, I felt a compulsion to look west, but the fact that I felt the compulsion and I'm not acting on it means that I must have, I don't know, the spell didn't affect me or something. Mm, I felt that the ship was indeed moving east last time Grumbar moved it, so I must conclude that I am also affected by the uh, by the enchantment that is going on here, and in such case I will recuse myself from further decision-making in this current dilemma. I would suggest that Bairn take the controls and guide it in as the only one that 
we have confirmation is, uh, seems to be resisting the effect. Quite a strong strength of will you must have. Did everyone else also feel like they were going east right then? Not you. Yeah. Mock yell. <clears throat> seems east to me. Did I mean? Did Oilvane actually save, or did he? Yes, Oilvane, you you succeeded. Felt it was going north, north, uh, um, northwest. Scrum says uh, you could tell the 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 wrong thing was happening. Okay, there's Humphrey. There's Humphrey, man. Is he? Is the next layer beyond? What am I thinking of? It's an, it's a fancy word for oh. Is the la- is the next lair beyond obfuscation going to be a danger to the ship? I don't know. It's going to to Taita. I couldn't say that Humphrey would. I couldn't say that he wouldn't resort to <clears throat> such means, but. Such means would risk defenses like that are oftentimes reserved for the physical breaching of one's private uh, sanctum. Uh, there, if he has uh, or his his wizard tower inside the town could be protected with such things, but to risk a town-wide enchantment that could cause direct harm to travelers attempting to reach the town, that would risk words spreading. It would be better to focus one's magical energies on enchantments that simply prevent anyone from arriving in the first place. My gut says... I don't have guts anymore, but my gut says uh, that I... That I do not modules. think direct harm will come to us from approaching further. From <clears throat> looks to Baron says, <clears throat> "Still be ready to get us out of here if we see anything untoward." And Scream goes out on the balcony to specifically watch for magical missiles. Hi, <laughs> uh, Oilvane. Uh, how's your eyesight in the daylight? What's your perception check baseline? Uh. Sorry. Am I making a new perception check right now? No, just just what's your perception check skill? I'm trying oh. to see: should you be driving the ship, or should I be driving the ship? And um, one of us, and the other one, like looking. You should be driving the ship. Because no, no, like one of us is going to be looking, oh. and the other one's going to be driving the ship. Oh, then you I don't should, know, I'm just trying to guess. You should be, uh, you should be perceiving right now, because uh, the last roll I had was pretty bad. The last perception check. What's your What's your number? Zero. You have a well, zero to perception. Is ten. So. Oh, you, you have a 10 to perception? My passive perception is 10. Yeah. Okay, so you have a zero bonus. Great. Um, up real quick. Kevin, can you can you talk to make sure your stuff is fixed? I am a robot. It's <laughs> <Perfect>. actually pretty <laughs> close to what it sounded like. That was really good, considering you've probably never heard it yourself. That's Are exactly you what it sounds please. like. Cool. Just wanted to make sure that that loop was closed. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. Well then, you steer the ship. I'll be on the lookout. Aye, aye, Baron. Grimbar, uh, no offense, but I think I have better eyes in the daylight than you. He uh, he hands you the spyglass, so you can. Oh. Yeah. Because he knows it's. I'll make sure to don't drop it. <laughs> Please don't. 
I paid a lot for this. <laughs> it's so true. It's such a markup. Um, it's such a markup. Grumbona was sending us northwest. <laughs> North, he was. Northwest. Aye, send us southeast then. Aye, aye. So. All right. Grumbar at first tries to say, Oh no, you want to pull that one if you want to go to the eat. And then he catches himself and he says, I don't know what I'm talking about right now, do I? And he just takes a few steps away and then he sits down on the ground and then he grabs a set of bongos and he just starts playing a nice tune. Baron is on the balcony with oil vein spyglass. Not mock spyglass. Oil vein spyglass. Uh, Looking to see what he can see and oil vein is driving us. Alright. Everyone except for Baron and oil vein make a wisdom saving throw please. This is everyone this time. Except for Baron and Wildane. I am just going to roll in person because I didn't want to take the time to get back onto uh... Tabletop. Wait, everyone but Baron and. Okay. Sorry. I forgot that I actually have a plus five to wisdom saving throws. Ah, I rolled a three. That's a hefty bonus. Another eight. That was your exact same result last time. Well, last time I rolled an eight, but I forgot to add my bonus. Fifteen for Mark. Fifteen. Good job. Twenty-four. Twenty-four for Scrimmy. Good. And um, Bearjaw. Bearjaw. Um, You're muted. I'm, I'm answering. Okay. Oh, no, there you go. Oh, now, we heard you that hear you. Your microphone, I think, three. was too far away. A three. 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 Oh, okay, okay. Oh, so okay. Low for, oh, low for Bearjaw and uh, Drewston. <laughs> Success for the other two. Did did Scrim have disadvantage? Did he have to roll twice? For a wisdom saving throw? Uh, w- uh, for, for, which, for witchiness? No. No, 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 dis- no disadvantage. Um, Humphrey's a witch. Humphrey's a witch. Okay, uh, Bearjaw and Drewston, you find yourselves, as the ship is now moving, in what you feel, both feel, is completely the wrong direction. Like you said, we're going to go that way, and then you feel like the ship's going the opposite direction. It's really weird. You feel like the ship's kind of moving all completely uh, jumbled around, and then you feel a deep sense of of dread pit of your stomach you know just that that icy grip on your heart as you just feel like this this is wrong oil vein stop the ship something terrible is gonna happen oil vein uh, what do you mean cousin what do you mean something terrible is gonna happen uh, I'll see it I'll have a feeling feel a great sense of dread what is your worst nightmare bear jaw uh, worst, worst nightmare. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, uh, may have I know. Wait, I, I got it already. I got it. I already. mean, yeah, as, bear jaw, as bear jaw glances out over the horizon, she all of a sudden sees it. Doesn't know how she didn't see it before. Uh, 
she sees the unmistakable hallmarks along the along the snowy uh, the snowy sort of mountainside is uh, she sees what are the words I'm trying to think of a um, fortifications uh, she sees fortifications and like uh, uh, the way that the snow is all sort of uh, disheveled uh, what it is is it is evidence Disturb. of a massive frost giant army Ooh. Mm, okay. That's true. Like this is like like set up. Like this looks like an ambush. It looks like an ambush. I mean, it's not obvious. You know, she's seeing it because she knows really well, but she's seeing like a dangerous ambush. Okay. Um. So, and she's convinced that this is this is real. Yeah. Obvious to everyone else at the <laughs> table that it's not, but yeah, she right. sees it as real. Sorry, did Mock uh, success, successfully save or not? I, you d- you did, yeah. So only only uh, Bearjaw and and, um, and Drewston are befallen. Uh, yeah. So and, and um, to the rest of us, this their their around. callings out, like do these seem? It seems like the uh, like an enchantment. Like the, the things they're talking about, it seems suspicious. Well, they haven't said much. Oh yeah, wait until they say something, right? I mean, okay. it's just you, you it's said, just them. You talking. said to everyone else, it's obvious. Sorry, I meant the humans at the table. Okay. I shouldn't have said, yeah, I, I was... Uh... Fair, fair. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, Kaylin, go ahead. Oh, um, uh, yeah, so Bearjaw is, like, gripping the, the handrail of the upper deck, and she grips it so hard that it just cracks under her hands. The, the like, entire railing just, like, splinters in that space under her palms. And she, she looks to whoever whoever is nearby I'm gonna say it's oil vein and she says turn your turn your spyglass here we must we must look and see where they will send the rocks from that is the first thing they always do or it'll be Baron make it Baron since he's up there with the spyglass fine Baron I just whoever's there and she grabs him by the shoulder to like physically drag him over to where Baron she's is dragged. Standing. He's dragged. <laughs> yeah, Baron is dragged. <laughs> she says, "Well, that's what she says." She says, "We, uh, we, need, says, to, uh, we need to be clear. Baron? We need to know where they will first strike from." The who? The, who will strike the from what? Giants? Do you not see? Are you blind? And she she looks down. And says, what am I we looking have for? But moments. We have but moments. You're too slow. And she goes over to wherever the steery thing is and she makes to like act to physically alter the ship's direction because Baron is just too fucking slow and he's asking Baron too many job. questions slow your actions there is mind altering enchantments afoot you may be affected what you see may not be there which way do you perceive the ship's motion to be at the moment Northwest or southeast? Toward death! Toward death way! Look over there! Do you not see? Focus on the words! Northeast or southwest? Which way are we headed? Whatever the wrong one is, I've forgotten. Yeah, you 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 sense it as uh as northeast, but also notably like exactly towards the worst place to go for this. Nor northeast! Obviously, but also that is exactly the worst place we could possibly go. Do you want us to die? I think you're under the enchantment. We are 
combating the powers of a potent wizard, and I think his enchantments may be infecting you. Scrim she... puts his hand on Bearjaw's shoulder and says, He reads Bearjaw! This is up. He steps on a soapbox. It's <laughs> a hand on his shoulder. He says, Bearjaw! We must trust Bairn. The rest of us can't see it. And Does anyone brother, else see? My brother can see. Ice it. giants. Does any? Does anyone? Else, yeah, she's looking for anyone to like. Just look. And Scrim look, looks out. Rambar, Rambar stood up when when Bearjaw started uh, started yelling, and he's uh, he's the fuck out. looking out over the uh, over the way as well. What does a panicked turtle look like? He doesn't look inside panicked. the shell. Well, just, he, he actually he looks nervous. Just... He looks nervous. This is a this is a a strange occurrence. Um, does says, Scrim see? Rumbar doesn't see anything. Scr- does Scrim see the ice giant? Scrim checks out soon. No, sees no ice giants. Scrim trusts his eyes because he has pretty sharp eyes. Sharp eyes. Pretty sharp eyes. Um, and so he's so, and he says, "Baron, there's there's nothing." You I say mean, Baron? Damn it. <laughs> Thank you. Bearja. Baron, don't Bear, worry. Bearja. You're right. There's nothing. <laughs> You're right. There's Bearja. nothing. There really is nothing. There is nothing. Well, at, 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 at their assurances, I mean, her, her like pupils are like blown really wide, like with fear. And that adrenaline is like definitely in there. Like she's got that like really tense uh, appearance. As, as evidenced by how she's gripping the wheel of this uh, flying machine, but when when Scrimcorn, firstly, when he when he touches her shoulder, that's that's a moment of grounding, and she she is a she is able to pause and at least hear his words. And when he speaks, there's a there's a um, a very visual relaxing of the shoulders. It's not like intensely like oh okay everything's fine, but she she loosens up her grip on on the steering wheel and takes a deep breath and and is like it is perhaps an illusion because if they were really frost giants we would all be dead by now aye but keep yourself at readiness there may be other threats she kind of she slowly releases the the wheel and says that was embarrassing. <laughs> you have control over your mental faculties and uh, can, of course, make this decision of trust in your friends. The oh, yeah. feeling of dread, <laughs> the, feeling's not the gone, physical though. feeling is not... <laughs> Does, is not diminished yeah, by that she's, trust. She's very, she's very much, like, on edge and it takes a lot of mental fortitude to force herself to step away from the controls which she does scrim gives you a root to chew on some dried root ha. small what root big root like? it's like it's like it's good it's a good is it a sedative like it's, 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 it's literally ginseng it's just ginseng it's just it's just yeah, the, the whole thing goes in her mouth you just go <laughs> eats it huh. She eats it and swallows it like real fast, Ooh. <laughs> and then she holds out her hand. For... Oil vein, hold this Frowns position like for I a am. time. 
<laughs> Perhaps if we wait it out, we'll all eventually be able to overcome whatever is uh, affecting us. Oh, yeah, Ben. Drewston. How does Drewston react to a similar sensation, although he has also... Perhaps he has seen this whole thing with Bearjaw, for she is louder uh, and deserving of more immediate uh, attention. Um, as she's eight he's feet tall on a very small own, space. He's got his own thing. sort of feeling and hallucination. How, where, where, how, where does he I get think to? one problem is that Drusen does have knowledge of the future because of his portents. So it's hard for him to separate out. I have uh, something is giving me anxiety about the future, or I actually know something is going to happen. <laughs> so when no one else reacts to him professing his feelings of dread, and he sees Bear Jaw freaking out, he runs over to his tent uh, and pulls out his notes from the morning. That's often where he. Uh, the ruins and, and and history speaks to him. And he's just flipping through wildly, trying to find something that applies the situation. He says, No, we are flying over the Sonorize Mountains, and there are cults of the mountains who, who historically create uh, uh, the worst fears to, 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 to steal life from those. And he's just finding like all these uh, historical or conspiracy theories that would support his feeling of dread at this moment. So that at some point he can prove it to everyone else. So this is like the you have a sore throat and you looked on WebMD and now you're convinced you're yeah, dying. <laughs> you have cancer. <laughs> yeah, he's going to turn around and be like, I'll think it's a, 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 everyone, I think we're in the field of a, a, a stone mountain cult of an ending terror <laughs> based on my notes and research <laughs> so that's what he does with a couple hours of hovering in this area Drustin and I'm, I'm going based on the fact that Baron had commanded to yeah. Uh, yeah. stop, hold position. Let's figure and out. Our Baron friends. grabbed a hold of the situation pretty well. Yeah, and yeah. Um, after a couple hours, the the dread is able to be overcome. Uh, we'll call it an abstraction of some amount of repeat rolls or whatever. But the idea is with your um, with your allies there to reassure you talk you through it um, and just be there to support you both. Uh, eventually the magic releases its grip, uh, releases its grip on your, on your mind as you can, you feel a clarity come over you. And, uh, and there it is what they've what they'd been telling you and that you had intellectually believed. Now, finally your, your spirit has uh, your spirit has come to agree as well and you can take a breath for the first time in quite a while how much flight time do we have left in the day after all this oh, is this done oh this is all pretty close to the beginning so you still have like half your flight time left in the day Okay, like no problem Bearja is like drinking heavily from the magical ale keg <laughs> At this or point, some of that yeah, she does. She says, "Damn these mountains and damn this Humphrey man." 
Wizards are the worst. <laughs> and with the magic gone and oil vein at the control, Grumbar doesn't want to do the controls. He says, <laughs> I think oil vein should keep driving it because we don't know what's going on. And Grumbar doesn't trust in his own senses today. So you're the captain. Very good. Oil vein. <laughs> Let's get moving then. Aye, aye. Aye, aye, captain. We're heading in the direction that Baron thinks is the right way to go because it's the opposite way that the thing is wanting him to go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Although with, I guess it's it's been a couple hours now and that that sense of like wrongness and, oh my god, this... Sorry, I'm trying to fix something on Tabletop Simulator here. I do not understand. Oh, this green grass. Grows all around, all around. Just Ooh, look at them trees. Ooh. Go over there. Is it the prettiest tree? Some fireflies. <laughs> oh. Oh my god, I'm so frustrated by this map. Just Are you guys picking it up and trying to fix it? I'm not no. doing anything. It's I just, didn't. It's just going to keep flopping. I'm around. staying, staying out of the way. Well, there we go. Uh, I got it to fall to the ground. There's something weird about this module and its side space. Oh no, I had that one good. Oh wait. Oh, someone else moved oh. it. That one was it's up. on a chair. Oh, you know what? It, it spawned uh, in. I don't okay, think uh, I'm going to... No, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck is happening. Can you or, put it back in the or, box? I'm trying to put it in my, in my map. Can you rotate it? I'm trying to put Someone's it in my map bag. I'm just not going to worry about it right now. Really gonna, committed to trolling Greg here. It's going to sit right I think there. that's great. It's, on a, it's, it's just lying on its side. That's how Perfect. I would store something. Yeah. I was about to say that's where we would put it in real life. We're going to prop it up against that chair. We're going to need it in a second. Over there. Um, I did all that because I'm trying to grab... Uh, give me... Oh, shit. Whoa. Don't worry about it. Okay, I'm getting a separate thing here. Throw them on top. Hey, this map is backwards. Oh, I just have it upside down. Let me just rotate this. I'm going to take a quick dial hey, break. That doesn't help. Eh. Yeah, please do. Just going to erase this real quick because I copied one that already had junk on it. Except I can't actually seem to erase. Oh, this is driving me nuts. Uh oh. Oh, I think I clicked the wrong button. Well, all our drawings are gone. Um, all the drawings? Yeah, it, it got rid of all the uh, the sketches on everything. Oh, no. But we can figure that out later. Um, okay. Oh, I want Baron to come back. And Eric. We'll give him a second. And I'll get this ready to load up. Oh no, you got me reading a work conversation. Don't do that. Alright. I'm ready to press the import button as soon as those two are back. Thank you, Kalen, for your amazing performance as the uh, <laughs> with uh, Bear Jaws Bear Jaws Fear. Oh. 
<laughs> I really never I seen mean, Bear Jaw scared. I really liked that. Uh, I really liked that sequence. Oh, thank you. All right. Okay, everyone's back. So, as Oilvane pilots the ship and the directions uh, that Baron uh, has indicated, eventually, after a couple more hours of searching, and as the uh, as you do start reaching towards the I don't know, it was you had you had half the day left. So yeah, as as a couple hours of searching around the area. Uh, and also Drustin and uh, Baron using their detect magic to uh, you know verify that you're sort of not leaving the the edges of this enchantment. In fact, at one point during the travel, you re- you using your spells, you realize that you've sort of left the perimeter of the uh, magic, which helps figure out how far to go back in as you find you know a couple edges of this place. Grumbar assists with his. Um, with his uh, star charting and and trying to you know figure out the the coordinates of where you were when you entered this, you he know, knows hoping... the mysteries of trigonometry. He knows the mysteries. <laughs> trigonometry. Witchcraft. Um, you could sell it for so much money. I just eventually, as if one moment it's not there, and the next moment it is. <gasps> this is it's what Greg there. wanted to be just right. Unsupported audio format. Yeah, what? Give uh, me this. <sighs> Roof to waters. Yes. I was trying to play. I had a. I had a town music specifically for oh, this. Specifically for this. Oh. I mean, it's not a. Aww. It's not a super Look unique how 3D one. It's one it is. Before. You just gotta sing it. Uh, cool. What are these? Oh, these We're just gonna cool. use this, even though we used it earlier. I had a whole track selected. Uh, you see the the town of Revel's Lift suddenly come in to view. Buildings built uh, uh, up along the steps on the north side of the, the north side of the town, a whole area in a marshy area uh, with a bunch of paths built up on platforms and houses, uh, houses elevated up. An area of, um, of significant farmland over on the, uh, on the north east side and uh, what appears to be a small mining district in the southeast side as you see uh, houses adorned I would say more to the dwarves' tastes, as, uh, as there is a heavy use of the oh, metals and stones that must <laughs> come stone. out of the mines that you can see down there. A couple other sites, uh, a couple other sites around is one tall uh, tower coming up right in between uh, two of the districts here, a uh, and a large what may be some sort of ceremonial building uh, directly in the middle of the town. Oh, oh and also a temple. We're looking for. Yeah, there you go. And you see it all plain as day. Which one looks like a temple? The House of the Morning Lord or House of Revel? Uh, well, I mean, you see yeah, what they look like on the map, but uh, oh. the, the House of the Morning Lord and the House of Revel there um, are, you know, they both look grand and uh, meaningful. And I know you love this kind of question. What kind of scale is this like? Miles it says that across? line is 12 miles. Oh. 
Is that accurate? Yeah. So so this um, this whole place is uh, it's it's. Well, actually, it's, 12 it's not teeny. Miles. No, twelve miles. Man, that wow. length is twelve miles. That's really big. It, it's. Let me get back to you on the actual scale of the distance um, okay. later. But it's a. It's a. This town sprawls, so it is. Oh, okay. It's quite large in space because it's spread out. Um, it's all. You can all. You can tell that it's all one thing, but it's definitely got these sort of distinct districts. There's this. Uh, there's this glade and uh, rivers that go through here that separate the land a bit so it's it's sprawled out on a very sort of generous land that I mean any of you that is uh, if any of you that is got a sense of sorry where, where was my mouth going with this one what I'm trying to say is it looks like a bountiful land like you just looking at it immediately, like the river, the lake there, the 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 the, the mountains, like everything. It just makes it uh, a lot of resources. It, it looks like it would just be a perfect place to build a town, especially if you wanted it to be self-sustaining. A large number of raw resources, a very self-sustaining town. Okay. Yeah. I can see it. Food, building materials. All right. It's a hospitable land. And as you are flying overhead, you can see figures stepping out of houses, out of buildings, dozens of them uh, coming out of all sorts of different places, craning their necks, looking up towards the strange ship that appeared overhead of their town and we will continue next week <gasps> for what comes next <laughs> nice dun, dun, dun. Right, go ahead and save table of simulator because i feel like we're gonna grab this map on guys, accident. guys guys i tried to do a weird thing at the beginning because i don't remember us doing a boozo map if i, I tried yes. to bring that into my first thing that i said i was kind of up with domino but mine came off weird so i i don't begrudge any of you cutting me loose but then i will I just continue just wanted to say Cheers to you all. Cheers, yes. One, another wonderful evening spent. Yes. Cheers. Cheers, everyone. Cheers, gentlemen and ladies.